Welcome to the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. I'm Elise Enriquez, your breakthrough coach. I am known for meeting people where they are and delivering practical insights so they can be more productive. Most people hear the word productivity and they think it's all about getting things done. What actually moves us forward in life and business is getting things known, getting things prioritized, and illuminating the next steps so you can achieve the goals that matter most to you. Being truly productive means being just as okay with what's not getting done as you are with what is getting done. If you are ready to create productivity breakthroughs in your life and business, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Now, let's create some breakthroughs. Why, hello there. Happy New Year. Welcome to the first episode of 2023. This is technically episode 60 of this podcast and the third calendar year of me actually hosting a podcast. What you just heard was me stretching a little bit to make myself feel really good about how long I've been doing this. (laughs) So um, you'll understand why in a minute because it's just the third calendar year. Didn't mean I did it for three full years yet, but we're getting there. Anyway, If you would have asked me, you know, back at the beginning of 2021, if I'd be hosting a podcast, I would have told you, hell no. I even attended a free workshop to figure out if podcasting would be a good thing for me to do. And I decided, no, I don't want to do it. (laughs) But something shifted over the year. So you see, I have this regular practice of picking a word for the year. And if you want to know the whole history on all of that, check out episode um, 19 of the podcast. We'll link to that in the show notes. But in 2021, the word that I picked for my year was bloom. And that was also the first year that I came up with a definition for my word. And the definition I came up with for bloom was channeling authenticity, consistency, and adaptation to achieve my richest and fullest expression. Now, I also had a monthly practice at that point to reflect on how I lived my word each month and how I planned to live it over the next month. So I called it my live your word practice. And this was something that I guided my individual clients and um, some of my other group coaching clients through every month. And in looking at how I wanted to achieve my richest and fullest expression, well, you know, my definition of bloom, right? Well, podcasting just kind of kept coming up as a potential thought, a potential idea. And in this kind of live your word practice, there would be these top three things that I would focus on. And so it got to change from month to month. And so podcast was always in the mix, but never in the top three. And then finally, it just kind of happened that suddenly it was in the top three. And part of what happens with the top three is that you have to come up with some sort of next action you can take next step that you could take to move this thing forward, whatever it was. So for me, it was podcasting. So I had to think about what is it that I would do? And so I asked, I said, okay, my next action is going to be to ask for a referral to a podcast producer. So somebody to teach me how to do this and what to do, because I could figure out how to record things and edit things. And but I didn't, I didn't really know for sure what to do, do right. The right way to do it, or at least a proven way to do it. Well, if you fast forward to many next steps later. So first I asked around in a Facebook group that I belong to and found some producers to talk to and selected somebody to help me get started. 
You keep fast forwarding many, many steps. And later on September 13th, 2021, episode one of the Productivity Breakthrough podcast, this very podcast went live. So uh, we'll link to that episode one in the show notes. I think I called it 10 things you might not hate about me. I'm I'm pretty sure that's the title, if I remember correctly. So anyways, we'll link to that one in the show notes if you want to hear episode one and if you haven't been with me from the very beginning. But if you've been listening for a while now, you know that I'm big on being intentional and having a word for the year is just another way that I do that. So what I decided to do in this episode, this very first episode of 2023 is to guide you through my process to pick your own word for the year. So what I did is I created a PDF guide that you can use to discover your word for the year. So if you head to eliseenriquez.com forward slash free stuff to download it, um, you can get to that PDF and it's actually a worksheet where you can go through and uncover your word for the year. Now, you do not have to stop this episode because in this episode, I'm going to give you the step-by-step process. I'm going to basically walk you through that PDF so you can just listen to it for now. This is the process I use to help myself, my one-on-one clients, my coaching group members to discover their words for the year. And so you don't have to stop the episode right now. You can just keep listening and hear the process once, and then you can go download the PDF guide and listen to the episode again as you work through the process. Okay, ready? Here we go. All right, so this PDF guide that I'm talking about is basically a discovery guide, and the intention is to help you uncover the words that will keep you grounded in your goals and guide you to intentional action. And so the first thing we got to do is find your guiding words, right? And so this is your guiding words or your word for the year. And what I've discovered is that it's actually hidden in the previous year. So we're talking about your word for 2023. So if we look back at 2022, we're likely to find your word in there. And we can do that by just asking some questions, surfacing some quote unquote data, (laughs) and then we look for patterns to uncover your word or phrase that will be your compass, your anchor in a good way, anchor (laughs) and fuel to help you stay the course throughout the year. Now, this word or phrase can change over time. If any year taught me that it was 2020, you know, in January of 2020, people were picking all sorts of inspiring words and then a pandemic hit and people's words kind of changed and shifted. So it's okay for your word to change over time. What I want to do is at least get you started with something, get you grounded in something, get you rooted in something to help you move forward what matters most in your life. So we do that by looking back at 2022. We look back at what went well and listing all of those things out. So there's a, a space for you to do that. Another space for you to list out what did you love? Now, these might sound like the same thing, but they're not. Just because something went well doesn't mean you actually loved it. But for each of these things, for or for both of these things, we can look at maybe some patterns that surfaced in the things that went well, the things that you loved. The other thing, though, that I ask is what was missing? What was missing from 2022 now that you, you're able to look back at it, Right. And then the fourth thing we look at is what do you want to bring with you from 2022 into 2023? Now, all of these things are kind of circling around and zeroing in on some key things for you. So you can figure out what is it that moved you forward? What was it that excited you? What was it that you were longing for that maybe was missing? 
right? And when you can look at all of that, then you might notice some patterns. And so I have a spot for you to know what are the patterns that you notice from those responses. And that way you can just kind of jot down a few things, a few insights or other miscellaneous, you know, thoughts that you have on 2022. The next thing that we do, and this is literally the next page in the PDF guide, is to look at what do you want to create for next year? Now, if uh, you went through the breakthrough year two-day planning retreat with me, then, you know, maybe you already have some, some big goals outlined. If not, I mean, really take some time to think about what is it that you want and actually talk about that a little bit in the, what do you want for Christmas <laughs> episode? So you can, you can look back at that, but really it's just a matter of saying, what is it that you're trying to accomplish in 2023? And really summarizing just three things to focus on, just to kind of get a grasp of things. And it, it doesn't, again, have to be anything that you're going to do for sure or for certain. It's just giving you a starting point. But then I ask you a few other things. So one is, what do you want more of in 2023, right? So that could be, you know, something that you did a little bit of in 2022 and you want more of it in 2023. Uh, what do you want to keep doing? What was it that worked well that you want to keep doing? What do you want to start doing in 2023? How would it feel to create what you want in 2023? The feeling state is really important. And I would say it's not just how would you feel emotionally, even though that's really good to note, but it can really be helpful to take a minute to think about what would it feel like my body to create what it is that I'm longing for in 2023? And then the last thing I ask you on this page is how would you need to act in order to create what you want in 2023? Another way that I do this sometimes with people is to think about who is the type of person that could pull this off? Who is the type of person that could pull off these three goals that could start doing what you need to start doing? Who's going to feel the way they're going to feel and describe that person and the way that they would act. And that can give you clues on what you might need to be doing in order to move forward to what matters most to you in 2023. And again, at the bottom of this page, you have an opportunity to take a look back at what you wrote down and see if there's any patterns in those responses that you have. And they might not be, you know, sometimes it might be the same word over and over again, or you might write the same thing in multiple squares and that's okay. You know, you might have the same thing and answer to, to multiple questions. That's okay. The more you're repeating the same thing, the more we know that it's probably something you really want to focus on. Okay. Once you have that in front of you, you can probably start brainstorming some possible guiding words and phrases. So on the next page, I have a spot for you to go ahead and and brainstorm some of those words, some of those phrases. And what can be really helpful is once you get some of those words and phrases down, see how they feel. So when I asked you about how would it feel to accomplish these things, right? We kind of want that feeling in your body when you're thinking about this, this word for the year, your guiding word. And a way to help you with that, if, if a word is not really getting you charged up, then you can always go and Google that word and look up definitions, look up synonyms. You can even look up antonyms, which are the opposite of a synonym, but you can even look up antonyms to figure out other ways to think about what it isn't. But either way, it can be really helpful to look up definitions and synonyms around some of the possibilities that you're considering as your guiding word. You can also Google that word to look up or search in whatever <laughs> search tool you want to use, um, what images actually come up, because that can be helpful as well. 
it's just nice to get different interpretations of things to give you different ways of saying what it is that you're feeling, saying what it is, uh, a different way to look at the word that might be guiding you. So this part might take a while. This might be a point where you are going to, you know, do this work, fill out, you know, all of this up to this point. And you might push pause and take a break on this for a day or two and come back to it and revisit it. There isn't always like a cloud, you know, the heavens parting, angel singing kind of moment in all of this, but there should be some sort of feeling, right? Some sort of feeling inside of your body that is telling you, yes, this feels good. This would be helpful. This is something I want to channel. And once you have that, it might be a word or a phrase. For example, 2022, my guiding words were creating space, right? So it was two words, creating space. So you might have a single word or, you know, a couple words that are, that are your phrase for the year. And there's a spot for you to write that down. The next thing that you would do, we're going deeper on all this people, is you would create a definition. Just a shitty first draft. I totally get that from Anne Lamott. Um, She's a writer who writes about writing a lot and amongst other things. But in her book, Bird by Bird, she talks about shitty first drafts and the freedom that they can give you. And when you think of something as a shitty first draft, it allows you to just give something a try without expecting too much from yourself. So that way you can just get started because you can't get to your final draft until you get your first draft out of your system, right? So you take your guiding word and you come up with the definition. And the way that I think about it is, you know, what will it take for you to actually live your word or phrase? What I did is I thought of when I first did this was to think of three concepts that would enhance my word or phrase. So let's revisit my word from 2021, which was bloom. My definition was channeling authenticity, consistency, and adaptation to achieve my richest and fullest expression. So when I was having a hard time with something, I could ask myself, am I being authentic? Is consistency an issue here? What adaptations might I need to make? So what are the most important components of your word or phrase and make sure they are in your definition? I'll give you another example. Like I said, for 2022, my guiding words were creating space. And when that that definition was making time for proactive planning and action, growth, and moments to fill my cup. And it was really funny to look back at the moments where I was creating space and felt bad about it and then realize, wait a minute, that's my word. I get to do that if I want to right now. So there's another spot where you can improve your definition a little bit. And you're going to keep reworking your word and phrase and definition as much as you need to until it feels right. And once you feel good about it, and it doesn't have to be 100%, you can just be 80%, right? Write your word down and write your definition down. And what I've done is I provided you a space in the PDF for you to actually write your word and write a definition for it. So you can actually, like I'm talking old school here, people, you can actually write it down with with a pen, you know, cut it out. And, you know, put it on your monitor. I seriously have mine on my monitor. I typed mine up and it has a cute font, but still, that's when I did it. And then you can put that anywhere you want to be reminded. I have, I have a copy inside my bathroom mirror. I have one on my computer monitor. You can take a picture of it on your phone and have it as a background picture as, or as a favorite image of yours. You could share it on, you know, your social media, whatever it might be. But when you're feeling stuck or unsure of your priorities or how to proceed on something, you can look to your word or phrase and your definition for guidance and then take some sort of action in line with those words. 
So again, having those, your guiding word and your definition is intended to help you when you get stuck, to help you when you get lost, to help you when you're feeling frustrated to say, okay, how can I live my word right now? Now, living your word, which is the next section of the PDF, is the harder part. I have to say it can be easy to just identify your word for the year. Uh, it can, might even be easy to come up with a definition for it, but putting your guiding words, you know, and putting them up and on your mirror, isn't going to be enough. The power comes from consistently and proactively thinking about what you would actually do every day to live your word. So this is something that it took me a while to figure out and to implement. And so it was a few years ago that I started my live your word practice. And again, started also doing that with my one-on-one clients and my group coaching clients. And so what I've done in the PDF is I've given you three additional pages, one to look at what living your word would look like overall. So there's one page that has a bunch of circles on it that says live your word. And it's basically for you to take a look at all the aspects of your life and think about how would I live my word when it comes to my finances? How would I live my word when it comes to my spirituality or my work or personal growth or fun or friends and social time or my romantic relationships or my family relationships? What would it look like to live my word? So that way you can capture what that might look like and get some ideas on what living your word would actually look like in practice. And then the last two pages of the PDF are a way for you to follow that monthly live your word process. And the first live your word page is to take a look at your word for the year and your definition and look back at the past 30 days to capture five things you're grateful for and five things or five ways that you live your word this month. And then at the bottom of that page, it's an opportunity for you to capture what did I learn in these past 30 days about the things I'm grateful for, about the ways I love my word, about the ways that maybe you didn't live your word. What did you learn in capturing that for yourself? And then on the very last page of the PDF is the final step in the live your word process, which is to look forward at your next 30 days. And at the top of the page is a space for you to capture. Here's what matters most for you to kind of just brain dump what's on your mind right now. And it could be all sorts of stuff, big, small, personal, professional, it doesn't matter. But to really say, okay, here is what matters most to me right now and capturing everything you possibly can. Then you're going to say, okay, but these are the three that matter the most, right? And here is my word for the year. And so what I have there are three different circles for you to say, okay, by the end of the month, I will. And talk about the progress you want to make in one of the big three areas of your life. And you get to decide the big three and it can change from month to month. It doesn't have to be what you said your big three goals were for the year. You get to decide what matters most every month and then say, okay, these are the three things I'm really focused on making progress on. By the end of the month, here's what progress will look like in area one, area two, and area three. And then right below that is the challenging part, right? Below that is your opportunity to say, here's the next action I will take to actually make progress. Here's the thing that Elise could walk in and see me doing to make progress on this thing. And then finally, at the very bottom, what I have there is a little check mark to say, hey, we just got some really good clarity, right? And living your word, we got to some really good clarity. The next two boxes that need to be checked are communication and consistency. So communication is for you to say, 
Who needs to know about my big three and the action that I'll be taking? Whether it's an accountability partner, whether it's somebody who you're going to need support from in this, whether it's somebody who's going to be affected by this, whether it's somebody you want to celebrate with, it doesn't matter, but it's to be able to say, who do I need to communicate my clarity to? And then the last little checkbox for you is to say, okay, now when it comes to consistency, how will I take action on a regular basis? How does my system need to be updated? And in my world, the system is called your bonus brain. And for any of my gisters, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, But the bonus brain is the basically system that we build in my group coaching program in order to help you stay on top of what matters most on a regular basis, to manage all the interruptions, to keep things off your mind so that you can focus on the things that matter most to you and to be present with your people. And so in doing all of this work, you got to clarity, then you're going to communicate it to who matters most. And then you're going to think about, okay, how can I update my systems? How can I have systems to support me in making progress on these big three things? And then you can just print out those last two pages of the PDF every single month and go through that process over and over again. So that is the complete word for the year guide that I created for you. It is a lot. (laughs) And I don't mean a lot because it's a lot of work. I'm saying we cover a lot of ground in it. And that's why I wanted to do this episode so that you would have a guide to guide you through it. And if you get stuck at all, just reach out to me. Just ask me questions. I am here to help you with this. I am passionate about helping you move forward what matters most. So please just send me a quick email, elise at eliseenriquez.com, and I will get back to you just as soon as I can. I bet you're wondering, maybe you're not, but I bet you're wondering, well, what is Elise's word for 2023? Well, I'm going to tell you over on Instagram. So be sure to head over to my Instagram account, Productivity Breakthrough, and I will have a pin post there for you with my announcement with my word for the year. So check it out. Okay, now it's your turn. You know what time it is, right? It is time for the question of the week. I want to know what are your guiding words for this year? I want to know the word you picked. I want to know the definition you came up with. And if you don't know yet, remember that is totally okay. Make sure you head on over to eliseenriquez.com forward slash free stuff to get a copy of the word for the year guide that I just walked you through, print it out, listen to this episode again. And then once you get clarity on things, tag me when you share your guiding words, share them out there with the world and tag me in that. I would love to see what it is you come up with. I seriously cannot wait to hear from you on this. Like I, this is one of my favorite things to do with people. And I love hearing the words that people pick and why it's seriously one of my favorite things. I think I just said seriously, like two times in the past 10 seconds, by the way, I don't want you to keep this goodness to yourself. Send that free stuff link to your bestie, right? So eliseenriquez.com forward slash free stuff word for the year guide, send it to your bestie, get together with them. This could be a really fun night. Grab your favorite drink, talk about it over a meal, work through the guide together. And because it can be really helpful to talk with somebody about all this to come up with your word. This is also a great activity to do with your partner and your family members. I mean, probably not, you know, kids that are in, you know, grade school, but junior high to high school on, you really could do this with, with your kids and make it a family activity. Whew. Okay. Y'all that was a lot to share. Remember, whatever questions you have, send them my way. I am here to support you in moving forward what matters most. All right, that is all for this week. I'll be back with you again next week. Until then, 
keep moving forward. What matters most? Thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode of the productivity breakthrough podcast. Did you have a breakthrough today? Write to me and let me know. You can reach me, revisit anything we covered today or uncover free resources over at eliseenriquez.com. And if you know of other leaders in life and business who would appreciate a little help with their productivity breakthroughs, I'd love it if you'd share this podcast with them. And finally, remember to hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.